I'm Richard. I'm Gareth. And this is the APPC Podcast. Yeah, so we went to a gig on Friday. Did. On the 19th? 19th of May. 19th of May 2017. Yeah, at the Lemon Tree. Lemon Tree at uh, 2200 hours. Well, I, I think officially. Open, doors open 2200 hours. Well, no, that's 10 o'clock. Oh, 2000. Yeah, I fucked up. Um, they took to the stage at 2145 apparently, yeah, but they were yeah. five minutes late. Not that we were counting. No, it's, uh, And also, were they five minutes late? Because they. They did come out and they did their instruments. Yeah. And for all I know, that could have been the beginning yeah, of the they performance. Could have started. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, before we get to Swans. Yeah. This is poor. <laughs> oh, little Annie. Little Annie. She's you know she was lovely. It was very hard to tell when she'd started as well. Yeah. Because she started off with the Folsom Prison. Yes. Um, but I was, the, but she just kind of was there, and it wasn't aware of where starting. Or everyone was waiting, going uh-huh. on something, and then she just kind of not exactly didn't sing it. Um, no, but imagine Eartha Kitt reading out the words to Folsom Prison Blues. Yeah, but now the dude on the piano. Yeah. Who I think from the angle we were standing at that point, <laughs> we couldn't even see him. So it was just a case of, is she just doing this without any instruments? Because the first, I think there was no instrumentation during that one at all. Oh no, he came out and really played a drumstick. Oh things. yeah, he did. He was just he hit the stage. He channeled, he hit some... he channeled the eyelet and was just yeah. hitting things. Yeah, yeah I forgot. About he was that. standing in the crowds with us, hitting like the side of a piece of metal. Yeah, uh, very <laughs> impressive hair. Yes. Beautiful yes. hair. Yes, lovely hair. Lovely shirt as well. Yeah. Red shirt. Yeah. As I say, he was channeling Fenster from The Usual Suspects. Yeah, a real uh, Benicio Del Toro look. Yeah. He was, again, he was pulling that off. It was mm-hmm. good. Um, and I say, he's got like uh, two or three albums with Little Annie. No. Yeah, she was odd. Well, she was terrifying in her own way. Well, yeah, because I say, the first saw her, her wandering through the crowd and up on the stage with the, the headscarf and things. Mm. Uh, not realising she was the sport star, but I just saw this woman walking through and I was like, oh, well, there's the weirdest person I've seen in the crowd so far. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a few, few weird-looking ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it was the eyes and the lips. She might not be well, though. There really seemed to be something when she was enunciating that there was something in her mouth. Yeah. Like, if you told me she had, like, Tongue cancer. I um, wouldn't be surprised. Obsessed with the lighting. <laughs> oh yeah, because she wanted a bit of blue. Up. Yeah, but then she was wanting the lights up so that we she could, could see, see her probably. No, she wanted to see us. Oh, I thought she wanted us to see her. Because he'd said something about, oh, can you all see her properly and things like yeah. that. Yeah, we can't. We don't need more lights. More lights, not our friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, dear me. But, um, Entertaining as anything. Yeah. Just odd. Then now the dude, Paul Wolfenstone or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Very, very talented. 
Yeah. Um, I like because didn't realise he was going to be part of Swans as well. Me neither. Um, it definitely made touring easier for him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he did at one point well, during Swans fall asleep apparently yeah, on his say, keyboard yeah he was so, uh, well I think they were all suffering at some point but uh, yeah he, I don't quite think he knew what he was in for um, he had some good banter going with the slide guitar yeah there was a lot of good looks going on yeah. and shit <laughs> um, I was getting a bit of a hard time a couple of times and I was like well it's not his fault yeah, he's good it's obviously just sort of joined in that day from yeah, wherever yeah. he'd come from well maybe he hadn't maybe he'd been with the band a while because oh. obviously Little Annie had been touring with yeah. well start, they had previously had Little Annie we thought initially Thurston Moore was going to be in Aberdeen yeah. and I should have known better because Thurston Moore ain't coming to Aberdeen no <laughs> so she obviously came back oh. so I assume they added him to Keys after they became more I don't even know how to describe it, but I say on the glowing man, they b- became more synthy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I think they must have added him to tour with. Mm. And uh, Thor got busy. There was no shirtless man playing brass instruments and hitting yeah. a gong. It was upsetting. But um, I said, well, she was a sport, and it was it was different. Nobody quite knew when to clap. It's but that's something that happened to at the arrest. Exactly. As well. um, it sets up very well, but possibly more confusing with her uh-huh. than, than Lear. Um, yeah, but as, I think as you were saying that the gig as well, what polite audience Aberdeen audiences are. Yeah, yeah. And that can... It's a sport act. Normally people... Maybe it's, it's the venue as well and the people it attracts. Yeah, yeah. Because if that was a musical, everyone would be sitting through in the bloody bar and ignoring them. Uh-huh. But because it's a lemon and I think it's more... Distinguished audience, yeah, yeah. and, and all the older crowds as well. Yeah, they really can, did pay more attention to the sport act. Yeah, yeah. And it looked good. Stood still, you yeah. know, clapped appropriately. Yeah, yeah. A few random whoops. Yeah. Uh, probably the gig I've been to with the least amount of arseholes out. Yeah. So that I did a couple. But yeah, I, I got shunted by that guy on the way out when I patted him on the back and sort of went, you're right? He looked at me like, I'm going to fuck you up. To which I just went, <laughs> gave him a nice thumbs up and a wink. And then I never saw him again. So I don't know if those two paid 50 quid to not see swans. But if that's the case, they're fucking insane. Oh, thank you again on record oh. for uh, paying for my ticket because I did, I, I did not expect to be going with this gig. Mm. I didn't even know they were playing. They literally, <laughs> this is the most sneaking up to me Swan's gig ever. Yeah. Usually, you know, three months in advance. This was... I googled to see if they had any new releases. Yeah. And it led to a page that literally said, in a week we're playing Aberdeen. It's like, what? Well, obviously ahead of time as well. Um, as, as I was getting the tickets, I was all kind of, I'm really not going to enjoy this gig. Uh-huh. I was getting... Filled with trepidation. Yeah, I'm about to spunk 50 quid off a wall to yeah. see a kick I hate to, to get tortured. Right. This doesn't prove how good a friend I am. Nothing well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, because uh, I think it was the last time I managed to avoid them last time, didn't I? Uh, last two times. Last two times. Yeah, good for, well, I, I say good for me. Not anymore. I feel mis- I really feel I've missed out then. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
but yeah. So yeah, on to the actual them starting up. So yeah. ten to good. Cowboy time. Ten to ten. Uh, which as I say, by the way they were dressed, you'd expect them to come out playing kid country and western. Yeah. Really did like the slide guitar guy just shirt. Yeah. Just the again. It's a classic C and W kind of thing with yeah. the piping and the like and that. a rose on it and a and a quiff, a beautifully combed yeah. quiff. Some of those shirts that I've seen oh I've never seen anywhere else, but I've always thought, oh, I wonder if I could pull that off and I know for a fact I couldn't. But it's also kind of surprising to me that I don't own one yet. Well, I, it's not surprising to me if only if you've ever seen them on Amazon how much they cost. Really? Yeah. Like 80 quid a shirt or something. Yeah. I think it was uh, Travis on the Midland Band TV show yes. at one point and I remember going, God, I really like that. But yeah. it's, it's definitely the kind of thing that I would have bought at some point back in the day to wear and then it wouldn't have suited me. Along with your still, bowling shirts. But I would have still wore it a lot. Yeah, I think I, I was definitely better... I was sticking with the bowling shirts. <laughs> Did you have one of those black shirts with the flames at the bottom? No. no I'm not, not quite. No. Uh, no. Basically, did you make yourself look like the lead singer of Smash Mouth? No. I was more <laughs> going for the um, trying to emulate members of Rocket from the Crypt. Yeah. Because uh, one black shirt I've got, which I think I've had since I was about. 19 or some shit still uh-huh. it's weirdly because it was I bought it when it was huge um, is this black one but it's got like grey around that like the okay. cuff of the sleeve sort of thing yeah, yeah. is just slightly lighter black not quite grey yeah. and it's I bought that because I saw it in some like top shop or some shit mm-hmm. and it was pretty much identical to the shirt that the lead singer from Rocket from the Crypt was wearing at their gig at the Lemon Tree okay. which was back in the day when you went to gigs, at least? The lemon... Yeah, I used to go to gigs off. I was every fucking week I was at a fucking gig. What the yeah, fuck's yeah. happened to me? Um, the lemon tree was shut for a while because we were getting our new soundproofing done. Yeah, yeah. And the first gig that was reopened after the soundproofing, after the refurb, was Rocket from the Crypt. Uh-huh. I'm sure I'm, I've definitely told this story before. And the trumpet player, they're all like going mental. The trumpet player's going getting yeah. extra mental. And he jumps up on top of the stack... And does an, and this is triumphant, yeah, and punches the air and puts his fist through the brand new acoustic tiles. <laughs> the rest of the band start laughing. He sheepishly crawls down from it, walks back over to the rest of the brass section, and then does not move for the rest of the gig and just plays <laughs> nervously as if to go, Yeah, I'm all rock and roll and shit, but I didn't mean to smash something. <laughs> oh, no, it's going to come out my wages. Oh. Um, but yeah it was just the whole like yeah oh, this is awesome oh fuck and then as I say just did not move for the rest of the gig just yeah was I, know. Funny. I was trying to think if I was at that gig but I, I don't think I was that was still up there with probably one of the best gigs I've been to there's, there's some real good ones in Aberdeen to be quite honest I, I saw Therapy and before I knew who they were <clears> uh, they were supported by Clutch that was good. At the lemon tree. Clutch at the lemon tree, dude. It was fucking insane. See, I was... I'd say that was 1998. This is... Yeah. Eight? Because it would have been the year Elephant Riders came out. Well, so this is... It, so. Most of the time, whenever I went to gigs, it was me and mate Simon. And we went... It was kind of... I just went along with the sort of banner. He was the one that always sort of could pick gigs or whatever yeah. we went to. So it was always a lot of the same kind of things. 
Um, and what else? Because they back in the day, I've mean, lost count of the amount of times I saw the fucking blue tones and cast. Well, cast I only saw cast two of their own gigs. Every other time I saw cast, they were supporting other people. But that was. But I'd say it was close to double figures, maybe, for the amount of times I've seen cast live. In spiral carpets. Teenage fan club. Yeah. So black grape. You can see him again. They got a new album coming out. Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. We could pick it. We need to pick new songs. <laughs> oh God, no! What? I've got to learn to keep my fucking mouth shut. We need to pick. I'm sure there's a new Black Grape album coming oh, out. Let's have a look. Oh, what's that new Black Apple music? Black Grape. Grape you in the mouth. Yeah, the first time I ever saw Zambino was at Lemon Tree. Say food. I think it was the first time I ever saw Zombina and Skeletons was at Lemon Tree. Oh, okay. I, I, I only saw them uh, that time you forced me to go see them and they were not bad. Yeah. Which oh, is no, weird. Was that, was that maybe, it was maybe Germans. But then we saw them at the Moorins as well and we've seen them at Lemon Tree. And maybe Germans. That's twice. a royal way because I've seen them at Drums. What was, what was me and, was me. <laughs> Ryan I think I might have seen them twice, but I feel like I saw them twice at Drummond's. Uh, it was myself and Ryan saw them for many times. Here we go. The one of the gigs Ryan was hmm? support. I think Cobra Kai supported them. I don't know. Once, no. I mean, I, I, I saw them in Drummond's. Yeah. I don't remember the support, and I don't want to then say that if it, it was it, if it was Ryan, because apologies. I've definitely seen Cobra Kai live two or three times, and I enjoyed the experience. Yeah. The live experience. It was, uh, Ron was Hey, check it out! It's a new Black Grape song. Let's see what it sounds like. Oh. It's called Pop Voodoo. Oh. Oh. This doesn't sound like Black Grape. No. It doesn't sound good either. Mm. Oh. If you tell me it was the theme to, uh, we can play these three, I believe you. I've got some disease with a fishy smell. Yeah, there you go. Okay, you just stop right now. Oh, how long is the album? 51 minutes. Yeah, that's too long. Oh, that's so good. It's outside our... Say that we never. I've never even listened to the second Black Grape album from 1997. What was it called? Uh, stupid, stupid, stupid. Oh, okay. no, yeah, no, no. I had the. Uh, it's great with the street. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first one. The second one had a golly on the front. Oh dear. Well, there you go. That says it all. And it had a song called "Daddy Was a Baddie" on it. I wonder what Daddy was a baddie sounds like. So we go. Sounds more like Black Grape. It definitely sounds like Black Grape, to be frank. That intros take too long. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't 
everything they always do sounds a bit like Vic Reeves taking the piss. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, I'd quite, I'd rather, I mean, I've definitely got Vic Reeves' album somewhere, the, old, the Big Night Out one. Yeah, yeah. It's fine, you know. Yeah, it's better than anything they've done. And I quite like that first album. I think It's Great With Your Straight isn't that bad. I've got it somewhere. It's got Kelly's Heroes on it. I can't remember how that song goes, but I remember enjoying it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Reverend Black Grape yeah. with its harmonicas. Anyway, back to Swans. Oh, you even got to, to Swans, really. Back to something. Well, we're about to. Back to something more enjoyable. Yes, it wouldn't be difficult. Um, so, yeah, so they come out. Yeah. And for a good first 20, 25 minutes, yes. he does not face the audience. No, well. Not once. And he's just conducting everything as it's going on. And, and hitting what appears to be an F minor chord only yeah. for 25 minutes. And also, <clears throat> I'm not suggesting he's lazy, he's working hard, but he's got a capo on that guitar. Yeah. So he's not really holding anything, he's just smashing the strings. I did wait to see because I thought, it, like you see, Capo comes off and on mm. for the various things. Yeah, yeah that never moved the no, entire no. time. So Capo on second fret, job done. Yeah, done. And there yeah. was a lot of times where he was conducting with his left hand and still just slamming the strings. Yeah. So it's like, oh, he's just, I don't know what he's got his guitar tuned to, but it's definitely a, a, a lovely, you know, chord he likes and yeah. he just bashes the fuck out of it forever. But yeah, um, so he's just building up like waves of it's not even feedback, I mean it's just <clears throat> the whole room is vibrating. Yeah. And some of the crowd, Barry Bostwick, is va- vibrating yeah. wildly. I said there's definitely a point. I turned and I saw his wife dancing. Yeah. What she was dancing to do, I don't know, because her movements didn't make she was any dancing, sense to what was happening. I think Without us knowing, she was filming the intro to a new Tales of the Unexpected. All right, fair enough. And then do, he was do, he was just do. off the side with very hippie-ish uh, hoodie top on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I said, I remember spotting it when they come in and they went, oh, you're actually pretty cool. I'm like you when I'm older. Yeah. Um, and yeah, looked across at one point and he was just standing there shaking. Yeah. If you uh, so. uh, at home, if you want to imagine... Uh, uh, John Belushi and the Blues Brothers when he sees the light. Yeah. It's much like that. Look at an older couple of cats. Well, I think I've ever been so happy for some people. Yeah. And just the two of them just, again, because they didn't look like people I'd expect to see at a Swans game. Yeah, yeah. And yet they're obviously, again, big fans. And mm-hmm. the kind of couple you look at and go, yeah, they've been together forever. And yeah, I think just looking at the pair of them. Yeah, it's made me feel quite happy for them. Well, the audience, when you uh, look at the general audience of the, you know, there, you had, I reckon we were, our age group was in the majority. Yeah. Right? But generally speaking, it did go from like early 20s all the way up to yeah. late 50s. Yeah. It's kind of impressive, you know, that's a... There was a guy who was in front of us, mm-hmm. um, Grey-haired, grey, beardy, goatee sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Did that annoying thing of having his hands up in the air quite a lot for 
no logical like explained reason. Mm. And I, just, I, I was just annoying me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he was just in the moment sort of thing, putting his hands up. It was just yeah. annoying. So there was that. There was the uh, gentleman in front of me who was quite tall because, you know, life, uh, you know, biology had been kind to him. Um, who now follows me on Twitter in the small world out of nowhere right. he's called Clutch he has lasers coming out of his eyes on his profile picture um, it's because obviously I go out of my way to not take pictures of gigs Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm just thoroughly against it but the next day what you do is you search the gig and then you look for pictures and yeah. go and pick a couple I'll do <laughs> and I picked a couple of his and then retweeted him and then yeah. now he follows me yeah. true story uh he won't too. That's how it all works. Yeah. So, a couple of days and go, hmm. Twat. Yeah. Talking about Twin Peaks and his crazy hair. <laughs> oh. And if his glasses are big enough. <laughs> I'm in conversations with that friend of his that seems to hate music. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it builds. But that's the weird thing. That first track, yeah. I think they're just sort of getting the audience used to what's happening. Right? Mm. They're building up this noise that has such depth to it that literally you feel it through you. You know what I mean? And yes, things are happening because I'm intrigued by the whole thing, right? I'm all loving it. But if you had to explain it to a human being, much like for years I couldn't explain to you why I like this band. You know what I mean? You can't explain why you like it. It's just... It's visceral. Yeah. In every single way. It's not like you're hearing it, you're feeling it. Mm-hmm. And not like, oh, I've got a groove going, I feel this. Like, no, you can't escape it, it's everywhere. You know, I think I said to you, during that first track, the bass was so intense, my jeans were, rat- uh, were rattling yeah. and I could feel it in my balls. Yeah. <laughs> I did feel my clothes just shaking at various points. Yeah. So. Oh. Almost as uh, intense, but not as intense as when I saw Interstellar in the cinema, and I'm sure they'd fucked up the PA, because when that ship takes off and they go into space, my, uh, the, the, I don't know what you would call it, the shins of my jeans, you know what I mean? Like the the sides of my jeans, but by my ankle, were flapping back and forth like I was taking off, and that shouldn't happen in a cinema. No. So yeah, so the first one was like 50 minutes for The Knot. The Knot, as it, uh, we realised it was called. Yeah. Um, and then I think they dro- jumped into... Screenshot. Uh, was it? I'm sure yeah, they still played was, A Little God In My Hands. Uh, no, that, that was part It was part of that next section. But okay. That was straight into that one, because I remember going, oh, cool, as soon yeah, as yeah. it started up, because it was one of the things, that I, one of the few bits I recognised. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's also my favourite um, song. Yeah, yeah. Um... I couldn't remember the name of it at the time, but um, just happened to go and listen to Swans this morning. It was the first thing to come on. I went, oh, that's, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but cause then I was kind of worried. I was like, shit, they're doing the one thing of theirs that I like now. Yeah, yeah. And we've still got another two hours to go. Well, no, uh, I say, by the time we hit that, you've only got one hour to go. I mean, I say. There's 50 minutes for the knot. Oh, yeah. They did that double bill. Yeah. And by the time it ends, you've got an hour left. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, that was good. But, yeah, the one track took 50 minutes, and then they got to, you know, at least two, maybe three by an hour. We'd mentioned 
at the start, <laughs> you'd have how many tracks you think they'll get through. Uh-huh. You pretty much nailed it with six, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you'd said that at the start. I jokingly said three. Not to get more than that, but, <laughs> 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 uh, but I was being glib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, see, still at that point, I was like, what the fuck am I in for? But, uh, but no, I think yeah. it's ballsy that they they did play for want of a better like two new songs right mm. that no one had ever heard <clears throat> and one of them was almost an hour long because yeah. <laughs> I tried to piece the the track listing together in my head mm. and I was very I, I'm not 100% at all I'm really not because yeah. I feel like they played I Am The Sun off uh, shit what was that album they just reissued it and I assumed that's why they dropped it but then part of me is adamant, literally at the same time, going, no, they did not play that. <laughs> but, uh, but it's... What sort of album is that on? Well, I think there's... The only thing I know is there was the Not screenshot, yeah. then the hand... What's the, uh, little God of My Hands. Little God of My Hands, yeah, that. And after that, I couldn't tell you anything else. I... I, I do. That was definitely the first three. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm sure off The Great Annihilator they played I Am The Sun... But part of me is like, no, they didn't. But I feel like they played parts of it. Maybe, you know what I mean? They just incorporated it into other melodies. But, that's, oh. This is during that period when it was old swans. So they came off more like a goth band. You know that, that does that mm. as it always does for like favorites, and I'm like, I'm sure that at one point some of that appeared, but I, I really don't, really not sure. Uh, where's my uh, playlist gone? So yeah, Oof. they played "Cloud of Unknowing" off "Glowing Man," mm. and they played "The Glowing Man" itself, and according to a YouTube video, yeah. the next big chunk. Basically, that goes to the end after, pretty much after uh, screen. That last hour is a song called "The Man Who Refused to Be Happy," which does apply to Michael Gear quite a lot. Looking at him on stage, yeah. Um, yeah. But four out of six songs are just huge pummeling. Feedback laden. I mean, you look at the musicians, how they were playing at times, right? Even with 20 decibel earplugs in, mm. you couldn't see what they were, hear what they were playing. No. It just added to this wall of noise. And I mean that in the best possible way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, mean, actually, I mean, a lot of time I had not a clue what was going on. Uh huh. More so than normal. Um, but yeah, it was. It was. I think it was more. It was fascinating. It's to, to watch, watch yeah. Um, yeah. I said. I, normally, I said my thing. Whenever I'm watching the band, I always tend to focus on the drummer. But it was kind of an awkward angle. I couldn't really see anything. <laughs> um, so my only clues to when things were ending was really the the bass player. Yeah, yeah. Because other than that, there was a lot of times I didn't know when how long things were going. But mm-hmm. getting an eye on him kind of gave me clues as to. Okay, not long now. Yeah. Um, 
I say they're just in general they're all fascinating to watch. I say that see you've got him in the middle can sort of conducting everything as yeah, yeah. Can, torturing them to a point because the pained expressions in some of their faces. Yeah. And yet um other guitarist dude mm-hmm. really got left alone. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. everyone else is getting little can you can see he's getting little sort of commands to them and stuff mm-hmm. and can tell them when they can pick up when they can yeah, yeah. And the other guy is just like, no, I'm just doing the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to tell me what to fucking do. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't get any sort of instructions his way. I think, I think he creates, as I say, the base of a wall of sound because you rarely see him do even strum the guitar. Yeah. He just cranks it up. He stands near it. He's definitely, you know, doing something. Yeah, He's definitely right. tremolo picking and move, but yeah. it's just a just a wall of like feedback that he's creating and then everyone else is over the top of it. It's really weird when you get fascinated by things like, I wonder what their amp settings must be though to get that noise. Because I have no idea. You know what I mean? It's barely... Like the slide guitarist doesn't sound like he's playing a slide guitar. The piano player who you know it sounds like a piano because you just had little Annie. You don't know what the fuck that is mm-hmm. anymore. You know what I mean? They've just processed it to the point of, I don't know, just white noise. Yeah. And as I have not been able to explain to you why I love swans for five years, six years, mm-hmm. now we together cannot explain why I liked this game no. and you like the game. Because it's, as I say, it's just, you're watching almost a play it's a good, yeah, it's a about a man piece. like trying to cripple people around yeah. him also for the enjoyment of like others. Guitar, it was like hunched over at one point just mm. good yeah. like he was trying to grate cheese yeah fast but he was great <laughs> he was great, he was great cheese fingers. in a real hurry he was great his fingers uh, um, <sighs> it was really quite impressive But no, there was something that was just it's everything in general. But it just, it's, I, I think know. after we came out, you said that it looked like some of them were, were in a cult, basically. Yeah, well, the, um, bass player in particular. Yeah. Sometimes, like, like right at the beginning as well, just his eyes were so wide and just focused on them, mm-hmm. and it was very much like, right, well, I've drunk the Kool Aid, so it's kind. Of, He's can he's our can centre yeah, yeah. of our church of swans. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like a lot of times he was looking at him like it was the first time he'd ever looked at him, sort of thing. Yeah. It was weird. And he just yeah, he was just, maybe it was just his expression he was on. He also looked really familiar as well. But he looks like somebody I know but I can't think who Well that's right. Here's something as well. The whole show and obviously you would never see something like this, but it feels almost like some sort of insane Evangel, you know, an yeah. evangelical Baptist preacher thing. Yeah. It does almost feel like a religious experience. And I have no idea why. Mm. But I think it's how into it they are on stage. And I say Barry Bostwick vibrating, and he wasn't yeah. the only one. No. I did have uncontrollable head nods. I was getting quite noddy, and, uh, but most of the time I had, you know, a good chunk of time. I had my eyes closed just to absorb all of the bloody sound that was going into me. A few times I found myself sort of getting nod along and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, but 
Yeah, it's because I think they concentrated quite a lot to know what was going on, so it wasn't. Sometimes I would be more into it than others, but I didn't think it. I needed to be paying attention a lot. Mm. So. Also, before this, I had a little peek on uh, Apple Music, and there is a Swans playlist, right? An essential Swans playlist. Yeah. It is the biggest lie I've ever seen for a Swans playlist. There are nine songs on that playlist, and it's 51 minutes long. And then there is a Swans Next Steps, which has 11 songs on it, and it is one hour and ten minutes long. No, that is not what Swans are about. No. If you're lucky, they will play two songs in that time. Um, well, that's a lie. I suppose six, but D- the bit in the middle, right, where they played two shortines, yeah, right, and then went back to the long ones. Is that just to appease the audience? Because mm. I don't feel like he's that kind of guy, yeah. or at least when he's on stage. You saw the wonderful handwritten note on the booth, which is, "I love you. Thank you so much for coming. You know, I'll come out. I'll sign stuff. I'll meet you after the show." Yeah. But when he's on the stage, I'm pretty sure he thinks he's a Satanist. Yeah, well, it's... it's... Yeah, because he is kind of torture the people around about. <laughs> he's about some of the looks yeah. and gestures and kind of... Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it was like, it was almost at one point like a jazz improv but a forced jazz improv. So they'd be playing and then he'd just look at the slide guitar player and go, meh. And then the slide guitar player had to go cray cray. And then he'd go to the keyboardist and go, meh. And then uh, do nothing, like you say, with the the, the other guitarist. Yeah. And then go to the drummer and sort of go, meh. And I'm, I'm sure at one point, well, he definitely did, but, you know, obviously not intentionally, the drummer dropped a beat and he got fucking death stares. Just like, my God, man. Because have you heard about this? I don't know if I've ever told you. Before they go on tour, Swans, mm-hmm. every day for a month before they go on tour, practice 14 hours a day. Jesus Christ. 14 hours a day. Yeah, that's... That's excessive. Talk about trying to get to a point of perfectionism. Because they're so loud. Mm-hmm. If we didn't have earplugs in, you wouldn't have been, even been able to hear the parts. No. So I don't even know why you need to practice 14 hours a day. I just oh, I think looking about that room, there might be people that didn't have earplugs in. Yep. Never mind my hearing, I think, only kind of got back to normal this morning. Mm. They must still be fucking suffering. I tell you, man, it's really important. It's a shockingly important thing. I I, I said I, I popped an earplug out a couple of times just to go right. Let's see if I'm getting what I would be experiencing if I didn't have these in. And mm-hmm. I say seconds they were out just so yeah, I could yeah. get an idea and then put it straight back in. And without the earplugs. I couldn't make it a damn thing. Yeah. It was just loudness. Yeah, like that guy who was behind you with his fingers in his ears. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, he was... That was towards the end. Every time I turned around and looked at him, he just looked like he was in agony. <laughs> with his fingers in his ears just hunched. Like, I used to... like... If it's getting to that point, just go outside. Leave for something, it's fine. Yeah, you can still hear it from outside. You don't need to be in here... 
Ken. Mm-hmm. I actually wondered if he'd stuck his finger so far in his ears that he was in pain because he, he pierced his <laughs> brain. He his brain. He's like, oh, I can't take my fingers out because then my brain <laughs> pour out my head. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, it was... Again, I've got it. Every now and again, I found myself having to look every couple of minutes just because I was like, I really see that guy in that much. Yeah, I did. He's there. He's still there. Is he still standing there? Yeah, he still is. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. One more look. Yeah, oh God, yeah, he's in pain. No. <laughs> and uh, in case uh, Michael Gira uh, does continue touring, though he said he's not going to after this, um, may I make one suggestion and uh, uh, get a version of your public castration is a good idea t-shirt in Burgundy and I will 100% yeah. buy it. Yeah. Because a white t-shirt, yeah. everyone's fat. Everyone who comes to your gigs are fat. Yeah, fat. Okay, it's not strictly true, but we were definitely the majority majority of everyone had glasses, beards, and were overweight. Yeah, we walked in and I was like, yeah, these are our people, it's fine. Come to me. We're all one. Um, Yeah. There was one guy who was wearing a white t-shirt with the whole day to shave off his stupid weird perm. Yeah. Oh, sort of like a... Like like Captain Sensible. Oh, like like Heed from... uh, so I married Austin an accident. Yeah, so I married, yeah. Like his son, there was a guy right there, right? Yeah. And he had a white t-shirt with that, and I was just like, no, that's a stupid bloody kid. Don't get me wrong. Keyboard guy with more sort of curly hair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fine. There was a guy in front of me who looked like Little Ravenshire, right? Because he was my height. I think that's possible. Is that the same thing? And he had like a sort of a jacket you would wear in the 70s, sort of like a beige jacket. Oh, good, no. Right? And he was vibrating quite impressively. That you know, his little man yeah. teats were floating up and down. Right. And then in front of him, yeah, possibly, this is the guy you're talking about, yeah, he had a bigger, sort of more of a lambswool head of hair. Yeah. And he was really getting into the vibrating as well. Yeah, he was. He was doing actual. He, about. he was doing proper goth dancing. You know, where your shoulders are up, your head's down. Yeah. Going, oh, that's, that's, that's the guy. <laughs> yes, that's him. Yeah, again, I will put him in. Uh, I, I, I've, I've got a list of random names for so, uh, song titles, and one of them for six months has been in there as Fat Goth. And finally, I understand what that note means when I saw that guy. Oh, oh yeah, I suppose it does. I think that's actually a reference to that Robert Smith dude from uh, The Warrens. Who, who looks a bit like Robert Blake in Lost Highway. Oh, you never watch Lost Highway. It barely yeah. matters. Until it does. When, if Balthazar Getty turns up in uh, the new Twin Peaks and he's got the same name as the character in Lost Highway, yeah. we're going to have to watch that as well. Because they've already said he's turning up. The amount of, I'm getting concerned, right, that all of these worlds in Lynchland, he's tying together as some sort of nightmare dreamscape and someone's asleep. And that might actually upset me. But then if they wake up and then someone like, maybe if Laura Palmer's alive, I think I'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so maybe final thoughts on Swans? 
Do you need no final thoughts? I listen to them all the time. I will continue to listen to them all the time. I think I'm starting to um, listen to them all the time. And uh, I, I say, kind of get it, but not get it. Their albums between 2009 and now are very much this. And if you go before that, you can hear the intensity, you can hear the work ethic, but generally speaking, the tracks are shorter and the experimentation is different. Like Filth, their first record, which is what, 1984? That's the one who, the album cover you hate because the t-shirt I've got with the teeth on it. The drummer couldn't afford drums and he plays a sheet of corrugated iron. And you hear it and it's amazing. I I like them more for meta-textual sort of bullshit. You know what I mean? You go, listen to this because of this and you go, yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, is it... Hold on. Is this a good example? And you can see how they invented, like, industrial. Mm -hmm. You go, okay, you go... But yeah, look how short that is for a song for these guys. Two minutes, forty. But even back then, they had their repetition with them. Yeah. Though, it's faster, so it's more repetitive, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Instead of playing one note, and it lasts like 15 seconds, and then they play another note, they've got quite a fast riff for like two or three seconds, and then they repeat it straight away. And so, I find that's when people get fucked up with repetition, when it's faster. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? That's, that's two bars. And then back into it. And you're like, yeah, I suppose after five minutes of that, I would want to drill a hole in my head. But these are the uh, the beautiful reissues as well that they based all around the same thing. So everything, see, it looks like it was made by a child. It's all very basic. Yeah. Just one picture in the middle. Um, but yeah, at some point I will buy, uh, what is it called? Uh, White Light from the Mouth of Infinity. And uh, Love of Life at some point. Uh, but I want it in that box set, which is pointless. It's in a beautiful box. Yeah. It's like 60 quid. I think I said this to you before. And I'm like, I'm not buying it unless it's 50. And yet, ironically, if you bought the vinyl separately, those two albums, it cost you 40 quid. Yeah. I mean, not on Amazon, but when we saw them live, one was 25 quid, one was 15 quid. And I'm like, no, I want to buy the 60 quid version. What does it get you? A sleeve? And <laughs> so I'm still obviously insane when it comes to certain things. I still don't actually own the Glowing Man. Their last album. Yeah. I never bought it because that was during the uh, no laptop period. You know, and it was uh, well. Do I want to spend twenty five quid on a triple vinyl record, or do I want you know? Uh, uh, 8 times 4 16, 32 a th- a th- a 1 32nd of a laptop you know what I mean yeah. if you look at it that way 
It's insane. It's not. It's not an argument. No. So, yeah. Enough. It was a bad year for me, though. I mean, not a bad year, but for my record collection. Look how small it's getting. It's like 260 records now. There was a thousand at one point. Yeah. I've sold 700 records over the last five years. And it's getting to the point where I had to pick five more last night, right? Yeah. It's getting tough. <laughs> <laughs> and worst, right? It's like putting your child on the internet and going, I will sell this child for food. And then... People going, I don't want your fucking kid. <laughs> Literally, it's heartbreaking. In every way imaginable. Because people are dicks. Yeah. And with that, please go to my eBay and buy something. <laughs> you dicks. <laughs> <laughs> you, you money-grubbing whores. If all the people who listened, on, in general, gave us 50p, yeah. not that'd be insane. For an episode, Gareth? No, it's too much. If you gave us one pound a month yeah we could support this podcast quite easily and uh, I could probably eat more than cheese on toast or soup or as today is proving literally nothing (laughs) (laughs) and let me before we uh, sign off I just want to quickly 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 check see how many watches I have on things let's have a look Three watches on Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me, the double vinyl. Three. Someone buy it. Go on. Yeah. That's nice. I'm only asking twenty two fifty. That will happily keep me alive for a week. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of people watching stuff. But you're all too fucking tight. Ooh. It's the end of the month. Yeah, well, how's this? I'm not going to relist any of it. I'm going to starve to death instead. It's your own fucking fault. In your faces. Ha! Who wins now? <laughs> Probably the alien or the predator, because I don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder what swans are going to do next. Well, I wonder what Michael Gear is going to do next. Hmm. I, I'd quite like some more... Uh, what is that called? Infinity, black, infinity... Inf- oh my god, what is that? Uh, I'm going to quickly just type in... We are him. Angels of Light. I'd quite like some more Angels of Light. I've played that to you before, right? Yeah, I think so. That's the one that goes like... It's it's more country than anything else. Well, dark country. And the songs are a decent length. And feel like songs. So, you know, uh, three minutes, ten seconds is a song. Mm. And look, there's a cute dog on it with a bone. There's a very cute dog. A bone, that eye, and jerk. I don't know what it is, though, right? I could almost sense, because I don't think that the bass player is much older than us. Yeah. Or he's younger than us, but not much younger than us. Yeah, when you hear that bass, I'm almost like, I think that's the same guy. I always feel like it's him. <laughs> and you go, has he literally been like trained since birth? <laughs> since he was like six or seven. Yeah. Oh. No. 
anyway. Oh, Michael Gere, I love you. Yeah. <laughs>